0: right hands to heaven. Father, we rejoice that we have access, access into the deep things of God by the Holy Ghost. What eyes have not seen nor ears heard, they are revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God flows freely in this service by revelation knowledge. Veils fall off and whatever is not planted by God is rooted out we rebuke sickness and disease and everything that is not of God we declare them terminated amen. your people built up equipped edified amen. Jesus glorified amen. by the end of this service we we'll all be the better for it amen. in Jesus precious name and every believer says it powerfully amen. amen lift your right hands to heaven let's release our faith together as we say these words I am born of God I am born of, God. I am born of the world the word of God God is my nature nature. I do not struggle struggle to do the word word. I do the word word naturally naturally. therefore today today, I will understand understand. the word of his grace grace, I will be built up by the end of this service service, I I will never be the same never ever be the same again in Jesus name Amen. And every believer says it powerful Amen. Amen We want to welcome everybody connected to this service By way of Kingdom Life Network Facebook, Youtube, Twitter, Instagram And everybody in Akwaibom State We want to welcome all of you tonight To the service by way of Comfort FM, XL FM Heritage FM, You Knew You FM Inspiration FM We are so glad to have all of you Welcome you know by way of Radio Akwaibom we're glad to have everybody connected help us tell somebody and invite a friend a neighbor a loved one tell them to connect life is flowing through the airwaves our social media community family and friends online help me do me a favor tonight you know like i always say join many groups on your page and share the video with all the groups and help me create watch parties tag some people make sure you also videos on telegram monogram whatsapp groups let's flood the entire bloom bubble planet with the fragrance of Jesus's grace it's a joy to have all of you tonight in the service and I want to welcome everybody in the building are we excited to be here tonight let's give the Lord Jesus the greatest shout in this building Hallelujah. Amen grab your notebook your pen your Bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the service tonight Uh now first of all I want to celebrate and appreciate the set man of this house prophet John Linus and the first lady of this ministry give them a great hand thank you man thank you for having us come thank you for hosting all of us the whole world is here tonight I we're so glad to be with you in the convention. Thank you for all you do for Christ and all you do for the kingdom. We truly celebrate and appreciate you both. In Jesus' name. Celebrate them again as they are seated tonight. <laughs> so tonight we are at the Word of Faith Covenant Assembly. From Power City to Covenant City. Amen. All right, radio audience, we are not continuing tonight with why things happen the way they happen on the earth. Tonight we are beginning a series on Fulfilled in Christ. Fulfilled in Christ. Brother E.W. Kenyon, one of the theologians that I respect globally, even till today, and will continue to earn my respect for the rest of my life, is one of the most respected theologians in the world. E.W. Kenyon said, every denomination, every church... It's known by its knowledge of the new birth. A denomination or a church is defined by its knowledge of the new birth. Or in other words, a denomination or a church is known by its knowledge of salvation. I always say, I do not listen to any preacher preach anything to me until I have heard what he believes on salvation. A preacher that cannot preach salvation does not hold the credentials to talk to me about any other subject of scripture. Because salvation is the ABC of the Bible. And if a man cannot handle ABC, then he cannot, he cannot form a correct sentence. Because every sentence is rooted in ABC. So brother Kenyon said a denomination will be known by how it is skillful in handling the subject of salvation the subject of salvation is a study of Christ second Timothy chapter 2 verse number fifteen. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse number 15 study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth it is almost a giving that a presence view of salvation is his knowledge of the lord jesus christ a person's view or perspective on salvation is his knowledge of the lord jesus christ when you say fulfilled in christ let's stay within christ we'll deal with fulfill in the course of the week because i'm gonna be here with you the whole weekend so get ready to be to 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 eat all you can eat from me amen all right now so a person's view of salvation is his knowledge of the lord jesus christ if a man does not understand christ he cannot understand salvation if a man does not understand salvation he cannot understand what it means to be in christ because some people think salvation is like you know a gift on a shelf where they give it to you and you can miss it and when you miss it you come back again for another one but you forget that that's not what salvation will be in christ because a permanent god cannot give you a temporal gift you didn't hear what i said a permanent god cannot give you a temporal gift i go to some churches and i hear them sing songs like it shall be permanent it shall be permanent what the lord has done for me it shall be permanent then they say you can lose salvation It doesn't make sense. Because salvation is the work of Christ. What Christ has done is permanent. It is called eternal life. It is called eternal salvation. It is called eternal redemption. What Christ has provided for us is eternal. You cannot improve on it. You cannot take away from it. And you cannot lose it. Because it is not you that is holding it. It is the soter who gave soteria. That is the custodian of soteria. What I just said is what brother Paul said, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun this good work in you, he will be faithful to finish it. And brother Paul was not talking about building project. He was not talking about buying a car. When he says he that has begun this good work, he was talking about the work of salvation. That God began the walk and God will finish the walk in you. So salvation is secured. Salvation is acquired. Salvation is guaranteed and salvation is kept by the sota. That's why the writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 says that Jesus ever lived to make intercession for, the, for them. He ever lived because he is able to save to the uttermost. So salvation is a central theme of the Bible and it forms the basis of Christianity. Salvation is a central theme of the Bible and it forms the basis of Christianity. It is a study that affects the very core, the very existence of man. It is a subject that affects the very core, the very existence of a man hence is a subject that must not be taken lightly as it is the primary thought the primary thought exuded in the canon of scriptures salvation through faith which is in christ jesus It's sad that some believers do not know what salvation is while some others cannot state in clear terms when they got saved such believers can assume that salvation is a product of what they did or what they did not do so if i behave well i am sure i am saved the day i make mistake i am not sure i am saved so now sometimes i think i am saved some other times i'm not sure if i am saved And some people believe that every time, you know, you commit sin, Christ comes out of you. When you repent, he enters back. When you do wrong, he goes out. That won't be a permanent walk. That will not be rest. The Bible says, we that believe have entered into rest. When you enter rest, there will be no entering and coming out. When Christ enters you, he has entered forever. I thought somebody would shout, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say very loud with me, I am eternally saved, saved, secured, secured, preserved in Christ Jesus. And you know, without doubt, such mindset on the subject of salvation is born out of a wrong interpretation of the text of Scripture. To think like that is a product of wrong interpretation of the text of Scripture. Brother Paul begins to open up the mind of a prodigy of his by the name Timothy, and he says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures. The word holy scriptures there is the word herios grammar. From a child, you have known the heroes grammar, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So salvation is faith in Christ. Faith in Christ. Salvation is not conduct. Salvation is not behavior. Salvation is not attitude. Salvation is not lifestyle. Salvation is faith in Christ. That is why. (sighs) uh, Thank you Lord heaven will be full of surprises because there are people you have concluded are in hell, they are waiting for you they will be the one to say it's so good to see you I've been been waiting waiting for you you. (laughs) heaven is going to be full full of of surprises surprises. you know God God is not very very foolish foolish.
1: God God is is not not a stupid stupid businessman
0: how How can can Jesus Jesus die for the world to be saved Satan didn't die for anybody then Satan will have more people than God Are you thinking? (laughs) For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish. But have everlasting life. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Matthew chapter 28 verse 18. Upon the resurrection of Jesus speaking to those in Christ. Matthew 28 18 and Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Jesus never made this kind of statement in the entire gospels until at the end of Matthew. He never said something like this ever all power. No, he never made such a statement of course brother peter says there is no name under heaven given among men you know ark says how god anointed jesus with the holy ghost and power who went about doing good so all of that was limited to the
2: incarnation but upon his resurrection he stood confidently and he said all
0: power is given unto me in heaven on earth and under the earth. Look at verse 19 now, verse 19 of Matthew 28, Matthew 28, 19, 19, Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father, of the Son and of the holy ghost go ye therefore and make disciples go ye therefore and teach all nations look at verse 20 verse 20 teaching them did you observe go ye therefore and teach teaching double emphasis go ye therefore and teach teaching a believer does not need preaching a believer needs teaching because teaching is the instrument of building. Teaching is the instrument of building. So Jesus said, Go teach, teaching, emphasis. That's the law of emphatic mention. Teach, teaching. Did you observe that brother Paul, the moment people got born again, the first thing he presented to them was knowledge. Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 1. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know. Colossi, Colossians, from the day we heard of it, we cease not to pray and to desire that you be filled with the knowledge of God's will. Be filled with the knowledge. Brother Peter writing his epistle. He said grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge. Brother Paul talking about the church in Rome. He said brethren my heart's desire for Israel is that they be saved. For I bear them knowledge that they have a zeal of God. But not according to knowledge. So brother Paul emphasized knowledge. Because the first gift you give to a new Christian and a growing christian and a matured christian is knowledge that's the greatest gift that's the greatest gift and um, you know I'm, I'm i'm speaking freely and confidently in this church because i know you're getting knowledge here yeah that's why i'm you know i'm just myself I'm not in a hurry amen yeah taking my time because i know you're you're getting good food here so you go therefore and make disciples. The word disciple is the Greek word matatheo. If you're making notes, it's M A T H E T E U O. Matatheo is taken from the word matatheos. If you're making notes, matatheos is M A T H E T I S. Matatheos means disciple. It means you are going to raise students. Go and make disciples teaching what it means is go and turn men to students go and turn men to students don't invite them to be students when they come put them in an atmosphere where they would deliberately become students put them in a state where they have no option than to submit as students make them make them students when they come, they want excitement. When they come, they want to shout and jump. It's like children looking for candy. but you are the one to create the environment that denies them candy and gives them balanced diet. All right? You teach them. Make them disciples, Matheists, take him from Maathiel. You make them disciples, and you do that by teaching, by teaching. Are we communicating you do that by teaching now pay attention so he has authority and because he has authority on his authority now you go and turn people into students look at matthew chapter 13 verse 52 matthew chapter 13 verse number 52 then said he unto them therefore every scribe which is instructed. Instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure things new and old. Look at Matthew twenty-seven fifty-seven. Matthew twenty-seven verse fifty-seven. When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself Was Jesus' disciple. He was not Jesus' supporter. He was not Jesus' sponsor. He was a multi-millionaire. But he made himself a student. Money does not protect from ignorance. No matter how rich you are, if you don't know, you don't know. And if you are not careful, you will use your wealth to pay for ignorance. This guy was rich, but he, he made himself Jesus' disciple, student, Mathefis. Remember, remember, before I give you that statement, Acts 14:21, Acts chapter 14, verse number 21. Glory to God. Acts of the Apostles 14:21 and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many did you observe they preached and taught it's not enough to preach you've got to go from preaching to teaching from proclamation to explanation because the scriptures are only profitable for dadaskalia dadaskalia is the greek word for doctrine the word doctrine means teaching or explanation until the scriptures are taught and explained they will never profit you the scriptures are only profitable when they are taught when they are explained precept upon precept line upon line a little here a little there by the time you put all together you are solid You are not tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. No, no, no. You are rooted and grounded and established in the knowledge of your realities in Christ. Because before we talk about being fulfilled, we've got to talk about what it really means to be in Christ and the pathway to fulfillment. So they taught many. Remember they preached. So when you preach You are supposed to give information. You are supposed to give explanation. When you raise disciples, you don't just give information. In raising disciples, you give education. Discipleship is the art of educating. The art of educating. Most of you here are graduates. You've been to the university. And you know that when you were in the class in university, no lecturer came to the class and opened in prayer. And no lecturer came to the class and closed in prayer. No lecturer lectured and shouted praise the Lord. And no lecturer lectured and shouted say amen three times. All lecturers walk into the lecture hall and they expect the class to be quiet such that if a pin drops, everybody will hear it. Because you need a serene environment to be educated. You need a quiet environment where you're concentrating to be educated. Then the lecturer teaches. Any questions? If he likes, he wants to be jovial, he throws the chalk at you and he walks away. The next day he's back. One year, two years, three years, four years for a four-year course, you graduate an architect and you begin to design houses that can be trusted. Why? You went through a process that was sure to impart knowledge by the time you came out in four years you have a certified education that can be trusted because of the process that is trusted that if you go through that process you cannot but come out well educated you entered the university with an empty head you came out with an equipped mind But many people come to church, 10 years, they cannot explain the word salvation. 10 years in church. 20 years. Why? Nobody is painstakingly investing in the art of educating. The church is a center of knowledge. The primary thing in the church is not dancing and singing. The primary thing in the church is teaching. Dancing and singing is just supposed to be a reflection of what has been taught. So the pastor is the worship leader. Because your worship will be a reflection of your doctrine. So what pastor is not teaching, we don't sing. We only sing what we are taught. Because true worship begins from the revelation of Christ. If you don't have the revelation of Christ, you can't worship God. Because worship is not a song... Worship is revelation. When you know God in Christ, you are in worship. It's not a song. That's why brother Paul would say to the church at Philippi, We are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit. And we have no confidence in the flesh. And we rejoice in God our savior. So true worship is the revelation of God a man that does not have the revelation of God in Christ even if he's singing he's not in worship he's in entertainment because the song makes no meaning to him as far as he's concerned he's just having fun he's not even thinking of the words you know he's not, because as far as he's concerned it's not about words it's about the gyration they jumping around and they sweating. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, today church was just too much. Come and see how we're vibrating. What did you learn? No, leave that. It was a sweet service. What did you learn? It was powerful. What did you learn? See anointing flowing like water. What did you learn? In fact, our legs were almost in the sky. What did you learn? Ah, I will not miss the next service. He learned nothing. He only went to play and have fun. And those kind of people here in here out in the church even when they pray you are embarrassed because their prayer is not coordinated because the head is empty and the spirit the spirit is barren so that's why the church is a place of education okay where people sit down and learn where people sit that and you know we have to do a lot of unlearning Especially those of us that grew in religious environments like myself. I grew in a religious environment where we spend six hours praise worship. The longer the praise worship, the more God is moving because when praises go, all blessings come down. Fraud. Fraud. It's not blessings coming down as a result of praises. No praise can bring any blessing. Please, if you are writing, write it out in capital letters. If you don't understand it today, in future you will understand. No praise has the capacity to bring any blessing down. Blessings don't come because of praise. Blessings come because of Christ. So before you sang, you've been blessed with all. Spiritual blessings in heavenly swear where? In Christ. So because you are in Christ, you are blessed. It's not the song that makes things happen. It is the knowledge of where you are that makes things happen. Teaching good? You know I'm saying? But Paul and Silas, they sang, they prayed, the Holy Ghost came down. No. It's not the singing that brought the Holy Ghost. And it's not the prayer that brought the Holy Ghost. It is the acknowledging of what they have in Christ that they gave expression to. So beyond the singing and beyond the prayer, it is that consciousness Of what they have in Christ. Because remember, God is able to do exceeding abundantly, above and beyond all that you ask or think. So while you are thinking, God is answering. Mind what you think. Thinking is a form of prayer. So refuse to think on things that do not reflect your status in Christ. Ah, Philippians says, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue or praise, think on these things. Why? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So when thoughts come to my mind, you have a pain on your neck, it could be a tumor. Hold on, hold on, stop there. Is it pure? No. Is it lovely? No. That thought, is it a good report? No. That thought, does it have virtue? No. That thought, is it praiseworthy? No. Out! I'm not going to entertain that thought because it does not pass the test of being contained in in my mind i'm not going to think on such things the devil tells you you will die Say, hold it hold it is he pure no is he lovely no why death is the last enemy of god an enemy of god cannot be lovely i'm not going to think about dying because i do not die i pass from death to life And where there is life, there can be no death. Darkness and light does not dwell together. The entrance of light is the absence of darkness. When life enters, death disappears. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. I cannot die. I can never die. I will never die and somebody say but pastor the bible says it is appointed unto man once to die but after that is his judgment yes it was appointed unto me once to die one appointment only one appointment nobody has two appointments all of us have one one appointment and jesus kept that appointment so there's no more appointment for me i'm free from this law of sin and death the life of god dwells on my inside I thought somebody would shout hallelujah. hallelujah he that has the son has life he that has the son has life in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not jesus says i am the light of the world he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life say with me i have the light of life say it again i have the light of life i thought i would hear powerful amen hallelujah Woo! so teaching is educating not just information but details in teaching we pay attention to details sometimes you hear your pastor talk about greek and hebrew he's not intimidating you greek and hebrew shows that your pastor is dutiful it is the responsibility of a dutiful man of god To go to the original manuscripts of the Bible And pull out the proper explanation of the text It shows that your pastor is not playing with his work. So we are not using Hebrew and Greek to intimidate Or to show off No, it's responsibility The Bible is an ancient book When the Bible was written English language was not in place Nobody knew English when the Bible was written, it was the old language of the Greeks and the Hebrew, and then there was a Latin, but I, I leave the Latin because the Greek covers for the Latin. So when we read a verse of scripture, we go back to the original to check what was communicated as at the time it was communicated that today's English did not capture. Then we update the translation. And give it to you in today's understanding. We are not trying to rewrite the Bible. But we have a responsibility to interpret. Hermeneutics. Diharmonia. Jesus was the first to do that. In Luke chapter 24 verse 25. When he rose from the dead on the way to Emmaus. He made the disciples. who we are talking about the events of the past three days. And Jesus walked among them and said, Gentlemen, what are you guys talking about? And they said to Jesus, are you a stranger in town? Have you not heard about a good guy called Jesus that was killed the other day? And they thought Jesus died, a good guy's is dead. So Jesus turned to them and he said to them, Oh fools, he called them fools. It's not an insult, it's a description. Oh fools and slow the word slow of heart is the word brados in the greek it means you are laid back you're sluggish in your reasoning okay so oh fools and slow of heart to believe all that deep prophets have spoken ought not christ to have suffered these things these things i suffered is it not written in the scriptures you've been reading but because you're not paying attention and to enter into his glory and beginning at moses At Moses and all the prophets, he expounded. The word expounded is the first time you will see it in the entire Bible. That word expounded only showed up in Luke 24 in Jesus' teaching ministry. He expounded the word diharmonia. Beginning at Moses and the prophets, he expounded means he interpreted. Expound means interpret. Hermeneutics, the art of Bible interpretation it began with jesus the message of the scriptures himself he interpreted moses he interpreted the prophets meaning that the prophets and moses did not speak in literals if they had spoken in literals there would be no need for interpretation the reason for interpretation is that the old testament was written in a coded language therefore an understanding of the old testament will bring you to a place of decoding the codes So the Old Testament is mystery, the New Testament is apocalypsis, revelation, the unveiling. So the New Testament unveils the veil of the Old Testament. So when you hear Greek words, they are not meant to intimidate, they are meant to educate. Okay, because that's the way you become equipped to understand the text of scripture. And if that is not done, you can be in the shadows for a long time. So, And that's very critical. That's very important. You know, because Bible doctrine is the only way you can grow. That's the only, there's no other way for you to grow. You've got to understand doctrine. And doctrine comes by patiently following. It may not excite you, but it will build you. And the excitement will come later. When the day of test comes and you overcome without pastor's help. Then you say, ah, pastor is not playing. You think I've been wasting my time going to church. All the things they have taught me is inside me. Devil, if they burn you well, appear. Let me teach you a lesson. You bastard. Bastard. Satan, where is your mother? You don't have a mother, you don't have a father. You are a bastard. <laughs> and Satan will say, I'm sorry sir, please. Easy with me, I'm sorry sir. Because you know who you are. You have received knowledge. Somebody shout knowledge. and that's by the art of discipleship discipleship means understanding what you have in christ who you are in christ and what you can do in christ and that is what brings you to fulfillment where nothing is lacking nothing is broken nothing is missing getting blessed tonight yeah so jesus interpreted he interpreted the scriptures or explained the codes of the scriptures please stay with me so now he is learning And he's giving them details. In Bible teaching, we pay attention to details. You know, every word in the Bible is critical. Including the for, and, including the past tense, including the present tense, and present continuous. All of them are important. It's like a pastor was preaching in his church, one of these deliverance experts. (laughs) And he read Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Who hath, hath, hath delivered delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Then he looked at his church and said, that is why you need deliverance. (laughs) That is why you need deliverance. See it in the Bible? Who had delivered us? You need deliverance. Does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. The pastor is not thinking. And shamefully the audience is not thinking. Because if they are thinking. They will have said no pastor. Check the tenses. He will not deliver. He had delivered us. So the believer doesn't need deliverance. Because the believer has been delivered. Delivered. You only need deliverance if you are not born again. Born again is deliverance. You know I'm but I'm having dreams. And in the dream I'm having sex in the dream. You don't have a demon. So why am I having sex in the dream? Your mind needs to be brushed. You are looking at things you shouldn't look at. You are spending a lot of time with things that are corrupting your mind. So what do you do? Renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? Meditate on the word of God. The word of God is like water. It will wash your mind. And after a while, those dreams will disappear. I feel like I'm teaching here. And sometimes you will hear pastors, they will say, Oh, that sister has a spiritual husband. That's why she doesn't have a husband. Ah, That brother is married in the spirit. That's why he doesn't have a wife. Every girl he talks to, the thing will scatter. In fact, the other sister is suffering from near success syndrome. Four brothers have approached her. When it is traditional marriage time, the relationship, something one demon is working with her. She needs deliverance. Hey, shut up! she doesn't need no deliverance she's been delivered why is she having experiences experiences are there because she's a human being there is no temptation that has taken you but such as is common to man it is because she's a human being that's why she's having experiences there's no demon after her christ is in her brother james says count it all joy when you fall into divers divers Temptation, trials, tests, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. It's because you are a human being that people disappoint you, it's because you are a human being that people betray you, it's because you are a human being that people cheat you, it's not because of any demon. Oh, what of if your father didn't keep his marriage and your grandfather didn't keep his marriage? You have a choice to keep your own what happened to your father and to your grandfather is not permitted to happen to you if any man be in christ is a new creation all things are passed away behold all things are new what happened to my father is not permitted to happen to me ezekiel chapter 18 verse 1 and 2 why do i hear you say this proverb in israel that the fathers ate sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge as long as i live saith god no longer shall you have occasion to say this proverb anymore in israel no more the soul that sinneth it shall die the sin of the father shall not be required from the son Oh, i feel like i'm teaching here Don't let anybody use your experience to define you. Your experience don't define you. Christ defines you. And Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Somebody said, I've invested in business four times. It didn't work. It's common. Invest again. You're not the first. There are people that invested 20 times. It only worked in the 25th time. So don't 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 cheat yourself. Just gather momentum and invest again. But before you invest this time, ask intelligent questions. Nobody defines you by your experience. Our experience don't define us. Christ defines us. But why is it that men come and go? men Is it not spiritual? No. They asked Jesus a question in the book of Matthew. They said a particular woman got married to a man. And the man died. She married his brother. And the brother died. Married the third brother. The third brother died. To the seventh brother. She married all of them. Bible says they asked Jesus. Jesus in the resurrection. Whose wife. Will she be For all of them had her And Jesus said to them You do err Because you know not the scriptures Nor the power of God For in the resurrection They do not marry In the resurrection They are like the angels There is no marriage Angels are spirits So spirits do not marry So you can have a spiritual husband Spirits don't marry. You can't have a spiritual husband and you can't have a spiritual wife. They do not marry. Marriage is physical. It's man and woman. And it ends here. There's no marriage. Once a man dies, no more marriage. There'll be no my wife in heaven. Oh, my darling. No, no, no. In fact, in heaven, we will not remember that we were married. But we'll just remember that we were children of God. We knew each other. Bless you. Bless you. That's all. Every carnal knowledge will be gone. Only eternal knowledge will be there. Are we teaching good tonight? Nobody defines you by experience because experiences are changeable. While we look not at the things that are seen, For the things that the eye can see are temporal. The word temporal is the word subject to change. That is temporal means it can change. But we look at the things that are eternal. Because the things that are eternal will change the things that are temporal. So we impose the eternal on the temporal. And the temporal gives way to the eternal. Abraham hoping against hope. Staggered not at the promise of God. But was strong in faith. Giving glory to God. Being fully persuaded that faithfully see who promised. Who was able also to perform. So calling the things that be not as though they were. You don't have money in your pocket. You wake up in the morning. Money come here. Money come Today, I arrange and rearrange circumstances. And I rearrange people to fall in place and create an enabling environment for me to harvest money. And in the name of Jesus, I walk out in favor. My going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. My steps are ordered by the Lord. Even those who don't like me, when they see my face, their hearts will change towards You begin to call it and you see it happen the way you said it because what thingsoever soever you desire when you pray believe you receive and you shall have when did you receive when you prayed so the moment you pray is the moment you receive listen listen it is not when you pray that god answers If you are writing, write in capital letters. It is not when you pray that God answers. God answered before you prayed. Prayer is to receive what God has answered. Prayer is to take hold of what God has already done in Christ on your behalf. So that's why you can pray with confidence. Because you know you will get it. You know, that's why he will say, Mark eleven twenty three and 24. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things he said shall come to pass. He shall have what he says. 24. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive. Question, when did you receive? When you prayed. So once you pray, what are you doing? Receiving. So that's why brother John would say, this is the confidence. This is the confidence that we have in him. That whatsoever we ask, now hold on. The punctuations in King James Version sometimes don't help us. Because in the original text of the Hebrew and Greek, there are no punctuations. It is sure And no, no chapter No verses. It's just It's written in paragraphs. The verses and chapters and commas and full stop and exclamation marks were added by translators based on what they thought they understood. So if you follow those punctuations, you can miss what the Bible is saying. So in Bible study, remove all and read. Then when you understand, you can now put the punctuations yourself. So look at what he says. What things he says? This is the confidence that we have in him, First John. That whatsoever we ask, whatsoever we ask, that's where comma should be. That whatsoever we ask, or that if we ask anything, comma, according to his will he hear it. So the will is not in our asking the will is in his hearing it is his will to hear when you ask so what is stopping you from receiving is not asking but once you ask it is his will to hear and if he hears then you have your desire you didn't hear what I said his will is to to hear. So, what do you do? Keep asking. And when you ask, what happens? You receive. That's I mean, you know, sometimes when you pray, God says yes. Other times, God says wait. And some other times, God says no. That's a lie. There's no such verse, not even in the Old Testament. He that actseth, it. He that seeketh, Find it. He that knocketh, the door shall be opened. All the promises of God in him are yes and amen. God never says no. All the answers of God are yes for the believer. Hallelujah. That's his will. His will is to hear when you ask. In fact, remember, one time Jesus told somebody, do you believe I can heal you? The man said, I don't believe, but just help my unbelief. I don't believe, but I need help. And Jesus helped him. Somebody say, you know, if you don't have faith when you pray, God will not answer. Shut up. Your grandmother in the village that didn't know Christ, I prayed and God answered, him. Some of you, the prayer that worked for you was prayed by your mothers and fathers who didn't go to school. But they were just praying based on what they knew. And yet God answered them. <laughs> Unto you that answered prayer. Shall all flesh come? God loves man. God doesn't love church, He loves man. For God so loved, God loves people. That's why sometimes you see a wicked person, good things are happening. It is God, He loves man. The only way He can draw that evil man is by giving him good. See, when somebody is doing you bad and you're giving him good, you win him over. Love wins. God wants to win the world. So he keeps loving. In spite of how wicked they are, he keeps loving. That's his nature. Teaching good tonight? What I'm doing tonight is I'm kicking everything that has ever stood in your mind to block you from the things that are yours. Because all all the things that Christ has provided, they are yours. But it takes knowledge to walk in the reality of these things. Brother Paul writes to Philemon that the communication of your faith may become effectual. How? How? By the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. So, what is in you? Good. Every good. The believer is not a needy, the believer is supplied for. The believer is not broke, the believer is enriched. The believer is in charge of this world because he's in Christ and the earth is the Lord's. So call it the way you want it. And see it come the way you called it. Declare it and you shall be justified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Teaching good tonight. So discipleship is the art of educating. And education is all around. It affects your spirit. It affects your mind. It affects even your lifestyle. But it begins with your spirit first. Once your spirit man receives illumination. The eyes of your understanding enlightened; It begins to correct your thinking. So now you unlearn. You relearn. You learn. It's an entire new world. And then you begin to function in those realities. And end no devil can tell you a no. Because you are now in charge. Hallelujah. All things are yours. Everything is yours. You are complete in him. Who is a hair. Of all principalities and powers. Who is complete in this house? Say with me I am complete. I am complete. In, Christ in Christ Jesus. I didn't hear you again say I am complete. I am complete. In, Christ in Christ Jesus. I didn't hear powerfully. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen. That's how I laid the foundation for what we are going to be doing tomorrow. The day after tomorrow and Sunday. We we'll just keep building on the things I have said tonight. But remember. It's the art of discipleship education, teaching, training, equipping, building you up. That's the responsibility of the church. And when you are built, fear disappears. You're not afraid anymore. You walk boldly into places and you take charge. They say a ghost pass. You say, please, I want to see it. Bring it to me. Where is the ghost? Hey, come here, you ghost. You're not afraid for God has not given to us. The spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Light goes out. You stand up and take charge. You don't hide and say, oh, the place is dark. It is in darkness that light shines. You are the light of the world. You're not afraid. Hallelujah. Say with me very loud, no fear here. here. I'm I'm in charge. I'm the light of the world. And I am not denied anything. I didn't hear a powerful amen. I want to close right now and pray for you. Jesus walked by and he saw a tree. No man eat fruit of thee forever. Let's go guys. The next day on their way back. Jesus didn't even remember. Peter calling him to remember and said, Master. Come, 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 come. The tree you spoke to yesterday has dried up. Ladies and gentlemen, trees don't dry up in 24 hours. We're not talking of flower. We're not talking about leaves. We're talking about a tree. Sometimes when you cut down a tree, even when on the ground, it is still germinating. But Jesus spoke and in 24 hours, the tree dried up. Why? Because faith goes to the root of issues. And drains the life out. Yeah. Faith goes right to the root. See, if you are sick and the doctors operate on you It takes time to operate It takes time to remove it Sometimes they could even make a mistake And do the wrong thing And then you do operation and all that You go through pain, you lose blood You go through all kinds of things Sometimes they are not even sure you will survive And all that and all that But just a word A word of faith spoken Goes to the root Without operation, without healing Without anesthesia, without injections Bam, it goes You know why? Because that's a foretaste of the rapture. (laughs) Healing is a foretaste of the rapture. When you are healed, it's a sign to tell you that this is how mortality shall put on immortality. Corruption shall put on incorruption. We shall be changed in a moment. See, in a moment. That's why when miracles happen and healings happen, you can't explain them. It's in a moment. It just suddenly tumors disappear suddenly eyesight are corrected suddenly back problems disappear fevers vanish suddenly high blood pressure crashes suddenly 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 all diseases disappear why because on the day of the rapture the lame, the moment their body change the new body will not be lame blind eyes the moment the rapture happens bam the eyes will open i don't know if i'm talking to somebody Every imperfection will give way to perfection. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it is called the blessed hope. It is called the glorious appearing of the saints. And ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. Ay, 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 Are you still in the building? The first time Jesus came, he came for us. Incarnation. Emmanuel, God God with us. God with us. God with us. God with us. Then one day, jesus said let not your heart be troubled you believe in god believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place but as i go i come i go i come and when i come i will take you to myself that where i am there you may be also so one day he died on a wednesday he died on a wednesday evening That's the truth. It was on a Wednesday Jesus died, not on a Friday. He died on a Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, Friday, then Saturday breaking into Sunday was the resurrection. Three days. It was called the high mass in Israel. Wednesday evening. When he died, he went. The disciples were all afraid because he has gone. On the third day he rose and entered a room without a window and a door. They say he's a spirit. He said, handle me. A spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see me. Yeah, look at me. I'm not a spirit. They said, no, you're a spirit. He said, do, do you have something to eat? They brought boiled fish. Those guys are very intelligent. They didn't give him puff puff. They gave him boiled fish, cooked food. That requires a lot of processing. He took it and ate. They said, we still don't believe you. He said, Phew. and then they saw him. Yeah, this is Jesus. But this Jesus is not the Jesus you saw. This is Jesus, the risen Lord. This is Jesus, the exalted. This is Jesus, the first begotten from... Glory! 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 Glory!
2: Glory!
0: Glory! Glory! pray for you the second time he went the second time he went he came into us first time he came for us second time he came into us that where he is there we are as he is so are we what he has that we have okay that's where we are now so it's not heaven at last. It's heaven at first. Right now we are in heaven with Jesus. Right now. Heaven is our reality right now. The third one which theology calls the second coming of Christ. But it's actually a third coming. But you know to avoid all the arguments let's make it second coming. The next one which is the second coming of Christ. He's not coming for us. He's not coming into us. He's coming with us. Because where is he? Christ in you. So the next coming, you and him, it is called the manifestation. It's called the parousia. Yeah, the parousia or the phenoises of the sons of God, the appearance. And that appearance, this body will give way. The other body will come on. And when you wear the other body, you will walk through walls. Yeah. Just like Jesus walked through walls. Because when eternity invades time, matter don't matter. Yeah. When the power of God hits your body, matter gives way. Is somebody ready for a miracle tonight? If you're ready for a miracle, lift your right hands to heaven. I want to pray. And I want to hear your amens like thunder. In the name of Jesus. Right now, I declare that the revelation of God's word grows big on your inside until nothing else matters. In the name of Jesus, barriers are terminated, obstacles are terminated, limitations are terminated. Whatever is not planted by God is terminated. Now, I speak to sick bodies be healed, be healed sugar diabetes be healed high blood pressure be healed your heart your liver your kidney your eyes your bone your blood your tissues your ligaments your tendons. i command them be healed your sight your hearing i command your bones your joints be healed where you need a miracle this week receive that miracle receive that miracle we change and rearrange things in the name of jesus now receive answers receive answers receive answers receive answers it is done in jesus precious name and every believer says that amen on a note of final letter Amen. Now, listen to me quickly. I'm going to take up your offerings, but listen carefully. We don't give offerings like collection. Offerings are not collections. Please, if it's collection, don't give. We are not desperate for money. Uh -uh, It's not desperation. Your offering is worship, in gratitude for this light, for this truth. For these things that God has done without taking anything from you, He did it without consulting you, He did it because He loves you. So now when you give, you give in response, you give in appreciation, you give in acknowledgement, and we give intentionally. Yeah, we don't give carelessly. No, it's intentional. We give response because now we realize that this kind of message. Needs to get to everybody. People are living in bondage, even in churches. People need to be liberated. It takes money to do it. And because you believe in this ministry, you now give generously. Because you see, the truth of the matter is, when you see Jesus, money loses value. There's nothing you can give him. The songwriter says, when all things that surround becomes shadows in the light of him. The truth of the matter is, When you really understand what we're preaching, to give becomes a joy, becomes a delight. And let me be honest with you. When you understand this gospel, if you used to give under religion with fear, you will give double. Because he that loveth much, giveth more. When you realize how much God loves you, you want to give everything. After all, what do you have? that has not been given to you. We do not give to twist the hand of God. We give in honor. We give in joy. And we give with an understanding that both we and our money, we belong to him. Hallelujah. Somebody happy tonight? I want to take up your offerings and then I'll join Mr. Michael Bush in the next two minutes or so. Together with him on this pulpit, we will do the part two of this service. And that's what we'll be doing every day. We'll answer your questions and answer phone calls and all of that. The whole world is here right now. Everybody's hearing you. The whole of Aquaibom, the whole world, the whole everywhere. We're everywhere. Television, radio, everything. Social media, everything. So we'll have everybody hook up with us in the service here and we'll just, you know, fellowship. For a few more minutes before we hand over to the prophet, the apostle, the teacher, the pastor, the man of God. The institution. Glory to God. Did I add bishop on top? Should we add, add bishop or pope? <laughs> okay, the papacy. <laughs> Glory to God. Get a good offering, everybody. Bring out your offering of worship tonight. Let's give with joy. Let's give intentionally. If you're making a check, make it out in the name of this church. We're giving in worship. We're giving with joy. na <clears> roto <throat> giving mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Grab your offerings and stand, and I'm going to pray, and we will give. If you're making a check, make it out in the name of this church, Word of Faith Covenant Assembly. Okay, and uh, you know, um, online there are banking details. For those of you watching us online that want to give, there are banking details there. Just, you know, you can transfer, you can give your offerings. We give. We've been blessed. So we give in honor. And we give like people that have acquired understanding. Stand on your feet with your offerings. Father, we rejoice in faith. All those online, everybody in this building, on television. Everybody giving tonight. Our offerings rise before you a sweet smell. And we decree that our giving is from hearts of joy that Christ has touched. And we declare that as we give tonight, every need is met in this building. Every desire is granted. Every expectation is manifested in Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. amen. Hitting, let's do it as we celebrate and give our offerings tonight, all over the building. assembly, Mr. Michael Bush, as he comes to anchor. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Amen. Global Baba. The
0: intercontinental Mr. Barber.
1: So good to have you here, man. So, so nice to be here. Whoa. So, so nice to be here. That's right. Could I just take a minute and thank all of you. Please put your hands together for yourselves. For for three, four months, and counting, what is today, Riot Live, and at some point, ask the councillor, has been running live from around the world, or around the world, from Power City International. And just when you thought that would be the permanent home of the program, we shift So tonight, and for the next um, four, five days, nobody knows where this ends, because with Global Baba, you never know. We'll be reaching the world, live from Covenant City. Okay. Let me just ask you, just um, stay, stay, stay stay standing for a while as I go through what I always do, the opening announcements. I just wanted to stay standing because uh, I needed to also get a feel of how it's going to be, both of us standing here for the next one hour. You know, so you know how it is. Just you need to understand it. So please, before I get down to any other thing, let me start with, well, if there is somebody here to give me, somebody in church to give me the account um, details of of the church, I will also carry it. But this is what we always do on this program around the world. The bank details, the name is Power City International. We do this for the global audience, wherever they are. There are three banks, FCMB, there's Zenith, there's UBA. I would love to take that of Covenant uh, city as well, once you bring that to me. The one of World First uh, Covenant Assembly, I'm just waiting for that. But so, FCMB, 2982682028. Because of time and the lack of it, I'm going to really just um, make it very snappy, Zenith. 1012365912 and UBA 139-26-465. One announcement down. The second one. In the course of the program, I hope our technical team, Brady, will be taking live telephone calls from around the world. Plus two three four eight o six eight hundred nine nine three nine. That's the number to call if you are doing so from outside the country. Otherwise, it's 0806-800-9939. Want to send an SMS? Just fire that to plus two three four seven o three six nine one. 8642 or you want to also send us an email it's ask the counselor now at gmail.com for sponsorship of riot life and ask the counselor all you need to do is call up plus +2348032756104 or email dr ebel damina at yahoo.com is that announcement ready i need it i need it doctor there is DRO the of course i just love to take that it's taking too long for me Thank you, thank you, Global Baba, for always helping me. Please put your hands together for Global Baba. Man, this looks like written by a medical doctor. I can't read a line eh? but but I don't know. Um, is it word of faith? See, I can't read this. Yes. Offer- Even Global Baba can't read it. Offering, Even in the spirit.
0: offering to Zenit Bank okay. UBA. I'm okay, Australian so what's the account, account. name? What of what of faith? What of faith? What of, faith. Word of okay. faith?
1: All right, Word of faith? Okay, yeah. so what of faith? Covenant assembly, I know that. Okay, so Zenith is 101 342 9833. I hope it's right. UBA is um 0021 348207. Sterling, 101 5410462. Global, i done. With the traditional opening announcements, about time we got down to the nitty-gritty of the program today. Lord Baba, as we always open, we need to pray. We pray for Covenant City, because that's where we are. We pray also for Power City, why not? We pray also for Akwaibum, the people and the government. We pray for Nigeria, pray for Africa, and then of course the world. Lord Baba, the time to pray starts now.
0: Let's pray together. Father, we rejoice and we thank you for Word of Faith Covenant Assembly, where we stand tonight. Thank you for great men and women that you are building and raising in this house, disciples being multiplied, ministers of the gospel being equipped from this ministry. Thank you for the ministry of prophet John Linus and his wife and the entire leadership of this ministry. They continue to grow in grace and in knowledge. You continue to keep them from wicked and unreasonable men. Thank you Lord for Ibom State. Thank you for Nigeria. Thank you for our governments. Lord, we ask that the gospel continues to thrive in this country. Continues to thrive in this state. That the glorious gospel of Jesus will shine in this land. That darkness will have nowhere to hide. In the name of Jesus. We pray for our world. That ministers are being produced all over the world. That the gospel keeps shining in the dark places. And we rejoice that you will give us leaders, leaders that will create enabling environments in our society for potentials to thrive. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name.
1: Amen. 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 Global Mm -hmm. Baba. My name is Michael Bush. I'm the anchor, and I come here with my producer, Pastor I.J. Quere, complete with the production team. Can you please put your hands together for them? Let me also quickly acknowledge our hosts. We're going to be with him for, God knows how long. Yes. And we're excited to be here. It's a place to be, beautiful place. Put your hands together for Dr. John Linus and Mama. So nice to be here, so nice to be here. And then of course, the man of the moment, one man that just teaches the word, as I've never heard before. And I say that without any apologies, an international televangelist, a prolific author, Global Barber, Dr. Abel Dabina. The
0: intercontinental, Mr. Bush.
1: So good to be here
0: with you tonight, man.
1: Global Barber, you may be seated. You may be seated. Thank you um, for being so wonderful. Are you quarreling? Okay, good, good, good. Because if you quarrel, I'm, you're not going to see me tomorrow. No, then, they are, you they are say, happy
0: to be seated. Absolutely. They yeah. are
1: happy to be seated. <laughs> okay, so it's very nice. We're going to do this interactively. We're going to do this together. Even at some point, Dr. Linus will be joining us live on air. And so if you are a minister and you have a question that you think ministers should ask, Global Baba, please moving on to Dr. John Linus. He needs to have those questions in time. Okay, we spent last night in southwestern Nigeria. We spent the night, as of fact, in Oshun, so I'm just taking a drive across to Ogun. Our first uh, entry on this edition of the program comes from Ogun State. Hello, Global Baba, more grace to you, sir. Bless you, Mr. Michael Bush. I appreciate God for your life and the revelation of the truth of the gospel. Robaba, you always share what blesses my life. I want to ask you, sir, What is the difference between a natural, a carnal, and a spiritual mind? Taiwo from Ogun State.
0: Well, it was Brother Paul's mode of communication. So he used terms. Terms that will help the the reader to understand. Remember, in the book of Corinthians, before he talked about spiritual, carnal, and natural man, he said to the church at, at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. But as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So that says the premise under which Brother Paul now used spiritual man, carnal man, and natural man to explain relationships between a man that is born again, a man that is not born again, and a man that is born again but does not know who he is in Christ.
1: Fantastic. We move on. Anonymous entry here, take it from me, should still come from the southern southwestern part of the country. So thank you, sir, for labouring to answer our questions. Kindly, um, take the following questions. I'm born again. I'm married through holy matrimony. I'm asking as a married woman. One, what is God's mind concerning the use of family planning methods as contraceptives? Is there a biblical support to this?
0: Just like there's no biblical support to whether you should wear a blue cloth, a white cloth, whether you should eat amala or gari or rice, it is left to your discretion. Remember, family planning its wisdom in you know running your home god said you should have dominion you should be fruitful you should multiply so he leaves it within your discretion and if you have two or three children and you've decided to stop thank god for science science has come out with methods that we can use to stop pregnancy You know, and remember when God says we should multiply and fill the earth, he was not talking to your family alone. It is all of us that are going to multiply and fill the earth.
1: Amen. Okay, so I continue with the anonymous entry from the housewife. She says, number two, we found ourselves in the act of abortion of um, a two weeks fetus sometime back because we thought we had had enough children. This act alone has been disturbing my mind, and somehow, a certain man of God said to me that hell is waiting because I did that. How can I come out of this situation, Global Baba? I feel I sinned, and with sincerity, I've asked God for forgiveness, but equally, I keep thinking about eternity. How can you be of help to me? I feel that I can easily get back into this same act if I don't get enough knowledge of God's word concerning family planning.
0: Well, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation. Your husband and you made a decision, that you didn't want the baby and um, you tried to stop the baby from coming or you aborted the baby I mean you should have stopped the baby not abort but since you've done the abortion you have to take measures to stop it from coming next time to avoid you aborting and having guilt on your conscience and the devil taking advantage of that to torment you but you must know you have eternal forgiveness in Christ Jesus there's no record of that before God you're as clean as you were ...when you got born again in Christ Jesus. So go ahead and enjoy your salvation... ...in Christ Jesus.
1: All right, and then the last question... ...from that anonymous housewife is... ...what is forgiveness for a child of God? Thank you sir.
0: Well, forgiveness for a child of God is eternal. Forgiveness is what Christ has done... ...that is eternally credited... ...to your account. In Christ, your sins past... ...present and future... ...are already forgiven. Alright, so because you are already forgiven if for any reason you get into sin or you fall into sin the Bible says we have an advocate with the Father, Christ Jesus the Lord and if for any reason you feel trapped in an attitude that keeps you sinning all the time the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6 if a man be overtaken in a fault ye that are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering yourself lest you also be tempted. So, you know, if you find yourself struggling with a particular habit or with a particular addiction, you may need to talk to somebody that is spiritual, who will help hold you accountable and help restore you and free you from that addiction.
1: Alright, let's make progress till from the southwestern part of the country. I'm going to take one more entry and then we dash outside the country. So this one, Global Baba Dr. Ebel Damina, and intercontinental Mr. Michael Bush, thank you for your tireless efforts to preach the truth to this generation. Guru Baba, please pray for my sister-in-law. Her name is Gina. She's been ill for four years, been bedridden. She can't walk even though I believe she's healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Secondly, please, Guru Baba, pray for my friend, Abraham Ofori, who is currently being reprimanded for a crime he didn't commit. Is accused of criminal offense in Moscow, Russia. It's almost a year of going to court without any judgment. Thank you for your labor of love. Gloria, yours in Christ, Akufil.
0: Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand in faith right now and we take authority over that sickness. Sickness and disease, we command you totally terminated. And we command that body to be quickened, healed, and restored. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, that it is done. And we pray for the gentleman in Moscow. We ask for a supernatural intervention and deliverance from that situation. Receive it right now. In Jesus'
1: name. Amen. Amen. In another four minutes, in Nigeria, we'll be going straight for your telephone calls. So just prepare those calls coming from around the world. In another ten minutes, we'll actually be taking live um, questions from the audience. And I think in another fifteen, Dr. John Linus would actually be joining us and asking some of those ministerial questions. But right now we're heading straight from the southwestern part of Nigeria to Ghana on the west coast of Africa. Please, Global Baba, what's the meaning of Hebrews 6, 4 to 6? My name is Noble from Ghana. Thank you.
0: Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4 to 6. Put it for us on the screen. Hebrews 6, verse 4 to 6. It is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Next verse. And have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. Next verse. If they shall fall away, now please pay attention, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing, that's where the lacuna is, seeing, they crucify to themselves the son of god afresh and put him to an open shame nobody can crucify jesus afresh jesus is not going to die twice he died only once so since nobody can crucify jesus afresh anybody that has experienced those things is impossible for him to fall away so that scripture is the guarantee for eternal salvation that's what it means
1: can we please put our hands together from ghana we're heading straight to kenya hello mr bush and dr damina um key prono arrived from nairobi kenya i thank our father for his revelation and honor the work both uh, you and global baba do my question global baba in today's teaching that was the 11th of november that should be yesterday okay you mentioned that lucifer is the devil however in a previous teaching you alluded to Lucifer referring to Jesus. Could you please provide clarity on this? Thank you. People know in Kenya.
0: Sometimes when we teach, we use terms that are familiar. And we expect that because you have followed our explanation, when we use those terms, it is so that people that have not understood the explanation will know what we are talking about. It doesn't mean Satan is Lucifer. But in the Bible, Lucifer was used as a character to communicate Satan as a character in the bible so when we say lucifer when we are talking about satan it is in relation to the character that was used to typify him it doesn't mean he's lucifer he is satan the evil one and the one behind every evil on
1: the earth fantastic so from kenya we are heading straight to Botswana my name is Ntiege uh, and I write from Botswana hello global Baba, reverend doctor Eberdamina and to you too, my dear intercontinental Mr. Michael Bush. Let me testify that I was delivered just by receiving Jesus Christ in my life. I started fellowshipping in 2012 in one of the local churches here. In 2015, I moved back home because I was staying in a different village. There, I met my cousin, who is a pastor. Then he told me that he sensing the spirit of witchcraft in me. Yes, I was going from witchcraft to another because I knew before I knew Christ, we started praying together. He cast the spirit out. After some time, the same spirit will come back. That's right. This thing, Global Baba, took us about a year. One day, he sent a salvation prayer through an SMS. When I read the prayer, the spirit went out and never came back till today. When I asked him why he sent a salvation prayer, because I know I'm born again, surprisingly, this was his answer. God told me that you are not born again. Five years in church and never born again. Thank God I met him. I was going to hell. I'm not a free man, Global Barber. I'm working. It's almost a year in the same company, which before then I would work for two to three months. Then I would be chased out of work. Lastly, there is still one thing that is bothering me, Global Barber. My feet, no matter what I use, powders, cream, salt, vinegar, new shoes, and socks, my feet will smell badly. That most of the time I can't be around people. No matter how much I wash them. I went from doctors to doctors but still found no help. Please, Global Baba, pray for my feet.
0: My goodness. You know Mr. Bush. You said I'm going to pray for everything including everything. (laughs) Father, we ask for healing. Healing. And Satan, we command you to take your hands off his feet. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus name amen now back to your question I think there's a play around with ignorance you know because when you're born again and you're ignorant you're almost as good as one who is not born again that's why God will have you to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth so the good thing to say is that I'm glad you got born again and you knew when it happened and now you're free from witchcraft now you must remember that witchcraft is not just a spirit Spirit witchcraft is the smallest one. There is serious witchcraft that is bigger than the spirit, and that is the art of intimidation, manipulation, and domination. In the book of Galatia, it is called the work of the flesh. It's not really a spirit, it's a work of the flesh. When you superimpose your will on people and manipulate people to do what they don't want to do, that's witchcraft. And that's the most dangerous one. It's more dangerous than the one people sleep and see things flying. Because this one you open your eyes, somebody opens his eye and you control him. That's witchcraft. So beyond the spirit, there's a work of the flesh. But the Bible says if you are in Christ, you don't have the operation of witchcraft. Because it's a work of the flesh. What you have is the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. But thank God you are free from all of that. I'll recommend for you my teaching on the concept of deliverance the concept of deliverance if you email our office you will get those materials bless you
1: absolutely we are now leaving the continent of Africa but I think about time I told you you can join us on telephone from around the world while waiting for the first caller I head straight to Europe Belgium be nice hello global Baba I want to bless God for what you're doing for humanity my name is Debo, and i write to you from belgium please global baba could you please explain hebrews 13 verses 17 to 18 because according to my pastor he is responsible for the account of our soul if it is true it's salvation not personal global baba
0: salvation is personal but i'd like to explain it to you. hebrews 13 17 and 18. obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves he's talking about submission in the local church for they watch for your souls they watch for your souls they watch for your spiritual growth they are responsible for your spiritual authority. they are responsible for your spiritual increase that's what it means by they watch for your soul as they as they please take note of those you know the, the construction as they that must give account that is the way they are watching over you they are doing it as people that know that however they teach you, they will account to Jesus for what they taught you. As they that may give, must give account. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. Your salvation is permanent. Your salvation is eternal. But as you grow in Christ and we teach you the word of God. We will be responsible to account for what we taught you. That's what the brother was talking about there.
1: Okay, just in time, our first caller is on the line. Hello. Yes, sir. Many thanks for joining us. You I know, mean, where are you calling from?
2: Hello, good evening, sir.
1: Welcome to the program.
2: Uh, my name is Professor Reboko Joseph Reboko. Good evening, Papa.
1: Good evening, bless you. Where are you calling from?
2: Uh, I'm calling from Calabar.
1: Okay, go ahead, Prof.
2: Uh, we are blessed by your messages. I I used to play your programs on my radio when I, because I use my car to carry passengers. So people are being you no know, argument. kind of, but I, I bless God that uh, there is direction. Anyhow, they argue whenever they hear it. They argue in the car. But I'm so blessed. But well, Papa, the the concern and question I have is: there are people that come to my church, you know, due to reference from others or invitation for deliverance. And uh, by God's grace, between me and God, I know that I've never engaged myself in any kind of fetish activity. After their complaints, sir, uh, I lay hands on them just for normal prayers. But eventually, you see that they begin to manifest, and I know that these are believers in Christ, attending other churches, well grounded. So, with your exigencies uh, concerning deliverance, what will you say concerning that?
0: The reason why they manifest is because in their mind, they have already accepted that they, are, they need deliverance. And as a man thinketh, so is he. So when you lay hands on them, in their mind, that manifestation begins. But they are born again. So what they need is not that laying of hands. What they need is teaching. You sit them down, show them who they are in Christ. Once they understand their realities in Christ, they wouldn't even need to manifest anymore. Because in understanding, they will not give room to the devil in their minds. And then they will be permanently free. But if you keep praying for them, they will keep coming and the manifestation will continue. So it will be a case of ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. But when you teach them, they will know the truth and the truth will set them free. And whom the son sets free is free indeed. So if you teach them it will help you not to be praying too many prayers you too can rest they too can rest and they can grow and appreciate that you were honest enough to tell them the truth
1: plus 234 if you are calling from outside the country otherwise it's 0806 800-9939 that's the number to call us on even as i invite prophet dr john linus the prof
0: welcome welcome
1: man so um he's our host you can see him right there around the world i'm wondering what the facebook live and the people online are saying i need to have um, access to them in a moment so that's the man behind this wonderful ministry we're just going to allow him some little time to um, ask global baba questions most ministers of god would like asked
3: Thank you, the Intercontinental uh, Bush and Global Baba. Uh, we are very excited to be the hosts. Mm. And uh, we are happy that it actually is transmitted from this platform. Yes. Thank you, Papa, for the love.
0: Thank you for hosting us.
3: And uh, we are excited. All the citizens, we are all excited. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Um, my question about the ministry is very simple. I want to ask Baba first what would be your greatest regrets in ministry haven't come this far sir
0: my greatest regret in ministry is that when I got into ministry nobody was there to train me and teach me the things I'm training and teaching people today so most of the things I taught and preached in ministry were like trial and error I was like a blind man grouping stumbling falling discovering learning making mistakes correcting them until I got to where I am. That would be my regret that when I didn't know what I know now, I taught things that I shouldn't have taught. I would have wished I had somebody like me to teach me what I'm teaching people today when I started
3: ministry. Sincerely, I'm learning also. Uh, My second question is in Ephesians chapter 3, and I want to read it. Please, can you put me on verse 5, precisely. Ephesians 3, 5. Which in other ages were not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Holy apostles and prophets. So I would like to know What is the place of the ministry of the prophets In today's church sir All
0: right, that scripture That text where you just read in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 5 Is not making reference to the apostles of today And prophets of today It's making reference to the apostles and prophets of the lamb Apostles and prophets of the lamb There were only 12 of them And all of them have died. So that class of prophets and apostles is gone. We call them the foundational apostles. Which laid the foundation of the church. So those guys are gone. Today what we have is the apostles and prophets of his resurrection. Ephesians 4.11. He that descended is he that ascended. And when he ascended up on high he gave gifts to men. Apostles, prophets, evangelists. Pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. So the job of the New Testament prophet. Is to perfect. Teach. Train. Mature believers. To do the work of ministry. However. As they teach and train. Which is the crux. The major. The mainstay of the ministry. And a prophet will have outstanding manifestation of gifts word of wisdom word of knowledge prophecy tongues and interpretation all right that will be prominent in the course of his ministry but that will not be the focus the focus will be the training the teaching but from time to time those gifts will manifest but remember it is word of knowledge word of wisdom not sentence of knowledge not details of wisdom it is word of wisdom word of knowledge which will be predominant in his ministry but also remember that every child of God has been given the ability to prophesy I will part my spirit upon all flesh your sons and daughters shall prophesy but what makes the prophet outstanding is that teaching that is accompanied with the
3: manifestation of gifts. Thank you, sir.
1: One man, great insight. Just, just stay. I'm coming back to you. I hear that. Okay, I hear that that call has disappeared. But before I rejoin um, Prophet Doctor, and I like the fact that he asked about uh, Prophet
0: Luba Baba. He has he no he asked about this
1: problem. man
0: is, is set is prepared
1: for me oh sure uh, oh sure i am seeing we're
0: also it. prepared for him uh, we're also ready for that's him. right all of us are prepared
1: okay so pro- <laughs> okay okay i was just going to fly to asia but i hear that we have another caller hello hello yes welcome to the show your name where you're calling from Hello. Yes, we can hear you. Hello. We can hear you. Your name? Where you calling from?
2: Uh, you are, uh, uh, my, my name is Inej Modu. I'm from a, in the law government. Please, I'm happy to get all this season from my from my sister, so That's right I don't tell now. So that lesson is making me very great. I can even I can't tell. Where the man give me now? I'm so happy because I'm achieving so many from him. Please, I need the prayer from him. Because almost five years now, I have an accident. cannot move well. Please, I need your prayer. Ask, please, I need your prayer. And, my, for, my, and for my family. too. Okay. So.
0: Okay, Father, we ask that rheumatism is rebuked. Amen. Every disease in that body is rebuked. Amen. Your body be healed and totally set free. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Okay, I just go to Facebook Live. There's a friend who is in the United States of America, scared by Oscar Agbo says the solution to smelly and stinking feet is this. Boil a half bucket of water, pour 10 teaspoons of salt in it, put your feet in for about 20 minutes, wipe them clean with a clean towel, and rub vinegar on them after drying them. Repeat the exercise every day until you completely perceive no smell wow that's
0: what that's a word of wisdom
1: <laughs> oh no wow wow <laughs> that's a word of wisdom that's some knowledge wow. okay so i'll be going to asia in a moment but let me get back to dr linus um thank you global
3: baba um this question i'm asking is for everyone who is like in a prophetic ministry okay now when you look at the synoptic accounts You will see that um, a lot of things, activities happened, like John 9. Yes. You saw Jesus spit on the ground. Yes. And then use the spit tool to, you know, open the eyes of the blind. Yes. My question this night is Is it wrong after giving a prophetic word to someone? Or is it enough to say to someone, go, you are free. Or we need to add something to it to make the person
0: free. Well, doctrinally, if you observe carefully, the synoptic accounts were accounts of Jesus interacting with unbelievers. All the people in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were not born again. So they were all unbelievers. So there was no basis of giving them word what they could easily identify with were things if you come into the acts of the apostles into the epistles the apostles did not operate like that even peter where the shadow of peter i mean yeah where the shadow of peter and where clothes were brought to touch him it was not peter that gave them the clothes it's the people that brought it and touched him. it shows their level they were people that were used to native doctors Where they give them things. So when they saw a man of God. They thought he was one of them native doctors. So they brought it. (laughs) But otherwise you won't find any doctrinal teaching. On any of those practices. In the New Testament. However. We do not box the Holy Ghost into a corner. The Holy Ghost could could discern. That the best way to reach a person sometime. Could be to give him water. Or to give him something. But it will not be a practice. It will not be a doctrine. It will be something that happens once in a lifetime. It will be something that happens all the time. Is it clear?
1: I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you for your last question. This caller. Hello. 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 Yes, I'm waiting for you. I've been waiting. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. You know where you're calling from? Hello. Yes.
2: Good evening, sir.
1: Welcome to our program.
2: I'm going to papa. I didn't hear that. I'm, I'm listening to papa.
0: Yes, you are. Um, Who are you going to Bless speak you. to please, before?
2: Please, uh, good evening, Mr. Bush. Sir, yes, uh, I want you to pray for my name. Is Emmanuel. I'm calling from Abak. I had a person on my side. And I want you to pray for me. I have a person on my side today. Thank you, sir.
0: He had operation. I think it's eyes. Yeah, uh? Father, ice. in the name of Jesus, we pray for our brother in Abak. We ask for a miracle, healing, restoration in your sight. Your eyes be healed. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Okay. I'll rejoin Dr. Linus um, presently, but meanwhile, let me just dash to the Middle East in Southwestern Asia. Rajo Latunji doesn't tell us where he's writing from, so we claim that he should from there. Global Baba, I have one, two questions for you. Is the invention of the 5G network by the Chinese...
0: Connected to the coming of the Antichrist. 5G is 5G. 4G is 4G. 3G is 3G. Even 10G will eventually come. We will even have 15G. Because the more the world goes technological, the more there is the need for speed. And the whole world is becoming a village. So that's technology. Technology has nothing to do with Antichrist. Antichrist is a teaching it's not a person it's a teaching that denies the deity of Christ or the humanity of Christ any teaching that denies that is antichrist that's why the Bible says that the antichrist has been with us long ago the antichrist is here, wrong teachings are here, teachings that oppose Christ are here so any teaching that denies the deity or the humanity of Christ is antichrist all right? It's not a 5G technology. May I even want 7G so that we can do a lot of things real time? Very
1: important. Okay, so I'll get back to that question in a moment, right now, this next caller. Hello? Yeah, you here? Hello? Yeah, many thanks for yeah, good evening. joining us. Yes, go ahead.
2: Please, can I be
1: on to Dr. Ekel Damina?
0: speaking bless you hello can i be on to dr
2: FL damina
0: speaking bless you
2: good evening it's the last time i called you told me that you were good calling you.
1: uh-oh you sorry know, even, even the even the 2g network is reacting to his voice <laughs> <laughs> it's the 2g network that's why we want five okay okay so uh, let me just dash and take this one he says the second question from Raji Olatunji is uh, Global Baba, what's your take about Joe Biden, this is a great one, winning the U.S. election? Because I hear Christians saying that if Biden wins, then the whole world is doomed. And some Christians are making it look like Trump is the Messiah. Please discuss, sir. Thank you. I do not
0: discuss politics because politics is not Bible doctrine. I'm a Bible teacher. I don't discuss politics at all.
1: A last caller on this edition of the program. Hello. Are you there? Uh, hello. You're yeah, welcome to the program, ma'am. Your name, where are you calling from?
2: Hello. I... Hello, good evening, sir. Evening. Daddy, good evening.
0: Evening. Bless you.
2: Daddy, please pray for my brother. My brother, Stanley. He wants to go back to his duty post. He wants to go back to work. So I want you to pray for him for miracle, for God's grace. Let everything happen to his favor, for favor. Please, sir. Father,
0: in the name of Jesus, we pray for our brother who is going back to work. We ask for favor and we ask for a miracle. We receive it by faith for him in Jesus'
1: name. Global Baba. I just like your humility, your everything, your ability to pray for just anybody and just any kind of prayer. You know, uh, you know. I want to be a prophet so that some of those prayers I'll just shout and tell you the Lord wants you to keep quiet, you like know? the way, you,
0: <laughs> like the way you did. I said, "Are you the one? Of course. Are you the one? Yes. Yeah, you know. yeah.
1: You're already okay. in that. Okay, yeah. absolutely, Lord, Baba. Let's bring in Doctor John Linus for one two minutes to close yes
3: all right um actually i don't have more questions for today today. today. Uh, tomorrow but tomorrow i have 250 questions for papa (laughs) but i won't ask don't mind me thank you so much papa not even if it is 300 (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're here i'm aware (laughs) there is more from where i know (laughs) Thank you so thank much. You, thank I you. I love you, man. Appreciate it. We love yeah. you, man. Thank you. Please sir. put and your hands together for him.
1: <laughs> put your hands together. We must sign off. We must sign off in less than three minutes. We must sign off in less than three minutes, because that's the much airtime we have. But let me come back to you directly, Global Baba Greetings. I'm Samuel Clement, and I write from you, please, sir. In a situation where two preachers explain a verse in the Bible differently. How do we know who is right and who is wrong? Lady, Lady Apostle Helena Babio said one saved is not always saved. And she explained. You said one saved always saved. Sir, can't we have all pastors preach the same message? Thank you.
0: Ask Lady Helena Babio to give us 100 scriptures to back her position. I will give you 300. When it comes, listen carefully. When it comes to Bible teaching... Bible teaching is not done out of excitement. It's done dutifully and responsibly. I've been teaching salvation for seven years now. And every year I teach salvation, I teach salvation for 40 to 70 hours every year. And I have not taught the same thing for seven years. And I have another one ready. For 2021 it's already ready i'm just waiting for july because the subject of salvation is a subject of the scriptures and anybody who says salvation is not eternal that person is casting as passion on the finished work of christ that means christ did not die complete that means christ did not do a complete job that means what christ did is dependent on what you have done so there was no need for christ to die Because anyway, whether he died or not, it is useless. We still have to save ourselves. Which makes the work of Christ useless. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus died three days, three nights, and rose. And the Bible says he has sat down and purged our sins forever. Salvation is eternal because salvation is from Jesus to Jesus. And he has done the job permanently.
1: I guess it's the fine place to leave this edition of the program tomorrow. It's another day. We're back here in style, 6, uh, PM, um, 6 p.m. until 8. GMT plus, plus one. 1. And then we're back here on Comfort 95. Global Baba will be giving you those 95. radio announcements. For those of you in Uyo or around the world, you can join me for the next two hours on um, XLFM 106.9 on www.xl106.9fm. And I'm waiting to have you. My producer is Pastor IJ. Could I put your hands together for him? <clears throat> he, works with, he works with a crop of very fantastic young people, the production team. And of course, our hosts, that is um, Prophet Dr. John Linus and, the, and Mama and everyone in the church. On your behalf, this is Michael Bush asking Global Baba to let us go for today the intercontinental mr bush what an
0: evening man what a blessing you know and um, we want to appreciate every one of you online on television on radio facebook youtube twitter instagram for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of god and the live audience here at the word of faith covenant assembly we want to appreciate every one of you for spending the time with us to serve you the grace of god we look forward to having everybody again tomorrow remember tonight we'll be live on inspiration fm 9 to 10 p.m we'll also be live on heritage fm 10 to 12 midnight tomorrow morning we're on radio Aquaibom 11 to 1 p.m XL fm 1 to 3 p.m you know your fm 3 to 5 fm and we're p.m and we're back here 6 to 8 on comfort fm tomorrow social media community bring friends and loved ones and everybody else We love you guys so much and we look forward to seeing everybody again tomorrow and until then, enjoy the grace of Christ.
1: Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen.